Welcome, Dan, to our uh, first ever Wirestorm podcast, uh, Forecasting AV. Um, I hope you had great holidays, that you enjoyed your uh, your holidays. And uh, let me start by wishing you uh, a happy new year. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, yeah, just recovering from Christmas and New Year's. Drank and ate (laughs) too much and uh, ended the year how it should be ended. Yeah, that's great. We probably all uh, we all did. So now it's a fresh uh, fresh start into January 2023. Absolutely. Um, okay, Dan. So yeah, as we know, ISC 2023 is right around the corner. Um, can you tell us a little bit what uh, what ISC is really about and how excited are you for uh, for the event next month? I I can't wait. It's actually this month. Uh, it starts on the 31st of January, so even you're right, you're right. even more exciting, it starts this month. We, we're just about two weeks off moving on site and starting to make the magic happen, so uh, from our side, we, we just want to get going now. This is the worst part, having to wait until it, uh, until it starts happening and the action takes place. Uh, so just to give you a quick overview of ISC and what we do, Uh, We are the leading global platform for pro-AV and integration technology. So we've been going on for around 20 years now. Uh, Our home was previously in Amsterdam every January. So a lot colder than Barcelona. We're quite happy to be in Barcelona now. And we moved to Barcelona in 2021. Uh, Unfortunately, that was also when the pandemic was going on. So... 2022, last year, was our first proper year in Barcelona. Um, To give you a quick overview, we have around a 1,000 exhibitors at the show, all displaying new tech, new innovations, really exciting um, stuff, all the way from digital signage through to pro AV, audio, lighting and staging, and residential smart building technology. And one of the new big areas which we've grown over the last couple of years is education tech and unified comms, which is something we're quite excited about. Um, so yeah, to give, to give you a quick uh, overview, we we are expecting around the show to be around 35% bigger than in 2022. And we're just really keen on getting there and getting started. We are excited as you are. And uh, it, it sounds like a really... Uh, promising event. So as you mentioned, you're you're pretty excited about the event being in Barcelona as well. Um, you mentioned last year it was for the first time being in Barcelona. Um, what makes it, other than the weather <laughs> that you just mentioned, what <laughs> makes it such a great uh, place to to host this event? Why, why Barcelona is such a great place? Oh, have you ever been to Barcelona yourself? I personally have, but not for ISE. Uh, well, you, in which case, you know what a beautiful amazing city Barcelona is. It's got fantastic, well, first of all, the food is amazing on top of the weather. (laughs) But on top of that, the architecture and character of the city is amazing. 
the Fira Barcelona, the venue where we have the event itself, is a very old exhibition centre. It's very accessible, but it's got such beautiful architecture throughout the entire building. Um, the venue itself is very vibrant. It's easy to navigate and is accessible. So you can get from the front of the venue um, where we have the main entrance, the south access, all the way through to our demo rooms, which and it's a 10 minute walk from the front to the back. So it's really easy to get around. Uh, we've got eight exhibition halls this year, eight technology mm -hmm. zones. Um, and we're very keen on uh, over the next couple of years, seeing how we can grow the event. Previously, we were in Amsterdam, and that's a bit of a labyrinth of a venue. And also, we couldn't really expand anymore because mm. we'd outgrown the venue. So the fear of Barcelona is something where we can grow and we can turn into a bigger and better show as time goes on. That sounds great. And um, I mean, talking about growing, uh, we all know that IEC is a very, very popular event in the, in the industry. Uh, it has been gradually growing. And that's why you just mentioned you moved from Amsterdam to Barcelona because you've outgrown the, the uh, previous venue, um, which is which is which is a great sign. Now, um, we, we heard from you that uh, the number of exhibitors you're expecting. What can you tell us about the number of visitors you are expecting to attend the <laughs> event next month? Next, that's, uh, actually, not next month, but this month. That's the million-dollar question. Um, everyone <laughs> really wants to know how many exhibitors we're going to have, at, uh, how many visitors we're going to have at the show. Uh, this year, we're currently in line with where we were in 2020 before the pandemic struck. So from our okay. side, we'd be happy with around 55,000 unique attendees to the show. Wow, that, that is really, really a great number. Uh, 55,000 uh, sounds very promising. So um, if, we, if we look at the, at the visitors um, and even, even the exhibitors, of course, uh, what are the major backgrounds of, of these visitors industry-wise? The absolute core of ISC has traditionally been integrators. Um, so typically it's anyone looking for new tech to be able to integrate and it's, well, where we get the name from, Integrators Systems Europe. Uh, mm. Of the attendees we have, around 35% are C-suite. So we tend to get really high-quality attendees at the show with good spending power as well. I believe just off the top of my head from the last, um, from ISE 2022, around 35% of attendees had spending power of over, of between one and five million euros wow interesting and um, but on top of that we do get people from across um, the spectrum it is a trade only event but uh, we get everyone from integrators right through to um right through to end users as well yeah so so we're talking about end users we're talking about uh, distributors uh, it's 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 just a great variety of of people that uh, that you that you're expecting. Um, now, with with more, uh, yeah, with with more IT integrated in the AV uh, technology these days, what do you see? Which industry markets do you think will be most prevalent um, in IH, in IEC? IEC came originally from the pro AV sector, so we are. Um, mm -hmm. We are the result of a joint venture between 
Avixa, which is the Pro AV Trade Association, and Cedia, which is the Association for Residential and Smart Home Technology. Um, traditionally, we have seen big areas from multi-technology. Um, so that's your traditional Pro AV, the likes of Epson, Crestron, Samsung, all have really big um, stands and appearances this year. Where we've seen a lot of growth in the last um, couple of years is um, is unified communications and education tech, especially coming through the pandemic. Um, our education tech area has grown by, I think, around 40% since 2022. So that's been a really big part for us. Where we're seeing a lot of growth as well is we've added a content production area, a content creation area for ISC 2023. And in fact, our keynote speaker this year is BK Johansson, who comes from um, Epic Games and is speaking about the Unreal Engine. So the um, traditionally Unreal Engine has been used for gaming and uh, gaming applications. And BK is going to be speaking about how he finds it really exciting that Unreal Engine can be used in Pro AV and content creation going forward. So for ISE going forward, we're looking at having quite a cool content creation area at the show. Um, also this year, we've got a really nice dedicated lighting and staging area, which will be in Hall 7 alongside our audio hall. Um, for 2024, we've got really exciting big plans for that. It's going to develop into its own hall in the Fira. And also this year, which is new, which we didn't have last year, is we've got a audio demo hall, which we um, didn't have within the FIRA last year. So we've got seven mm. exhibitors with their own demo rooms demonstrating their uh, speakers and tech within the FIRA itself. Wow, that's great. And uh, just to, to, to go a little bit deeper on that, um, so, so the upcoming event, if we... If we um, for our returning visitors, for returning visitors mm. to ISP, um, like you just mentioned already a little bit of the uh, of the new uh, things that are going to happen. So how is how is ISE completely like not completely, but how is it different from uh, the previous years aside from the things that you have just mentioned? <laughs> like what? Yeah, you mentioned already a lot. There's a lot of uh, new things happening, but what different um, values uh, can our visitors expect uh, in in ISE? Uh, uh, this time yeah of course so we I mean for start this is the first year we're really going to be filling out the halls within the FIRA last year we we're coming off the back of a pandemic so it we we weren't quite filling the halls which is normal for most shows coming out of a pandemic but for 2023 yes. we're expecting a full show um there, there should be a little bit of everything for everyone who's attending the show and there should be quite a lot of interesting new tech people haven't seen before necessarily. Um, from our side, we're quite excited about some of the collaborations we're working with. Uh, so, for example, TV3, we have a studio built within one of the halls to demonstrate how Pro AV can be used in content creation alongside TV3. Um, and also looking at what you can take out of it, we think that it should be a one-stop shop for to really kick off your entire year but this should be enough for everyone at the show in order to come away with something new something exciting and something which they can walk away from isc and say wow i've just seen this and i'll take it with me into the rest of uh, 2023 <laughs> absolutely absolutely we hope so 
Yeah. So um, you you just mentioned that um, th- that some major things happening in in ISC are related to unified communications, the uh, education um, um, industry. Um, do you see certain trends related to the AV industry and markets in different regions? Like, for example, here in the Middle East, where I'm located at the moment. Um, there's a high interest um, in, in um, AV technology in the hospitality sector. So do you see different trends in different regions? Uh, we, I mean, well, for Europe, I think um, one of the big things like the Middle East is we have seen the bounce back from um, the pandemic. So coming out of the pandemic, we had a lot of people wanting to update their technology, updating their infrastructure, so that when crowds are coming back, um, people are able to get a much better and more immersive experience when they go to either live events or retail or even to um, or even just out and about um, in regular in in regular day to day life. So yes, one absolutely one of the big uh, trends we are seeing is people wanting to update and to uh, install the latest and best new systems for um, uh, for customers returning after the pandemic and after and uh, into twenty twenty three. Yeah, and I I think what you just mentioned as well with with speakers like uh, from Epic Games, I think there's also like esports is something that is really uh, like booming these days. So um, that promises to be very interesting. Um, that, yeah, that's really great. Well, as you say, esports, we've actually got a esports showcase taking place oh, at wow. uh, ISC. So Hall Six, check it out. It's uh, been created by Absen. And uh, we've got, yeah, it's an esports and gaming showcase, which we're quite excited about. I'm sure that's going to attract a lot of visitors. <laughs> so and then, so ISC, as we as we know, it's it's one of the biggest uh, tech shows, international uh, tech shows. Um, what part of the world is the majority of attendees and exhibitors coming from? Is it really, because we know it's called Integrated System Europe, is it really Europe that is mostly represented or is it really people and exhibitors from all over the world? We we absolutely want it to be a festival for people coming across the, all the world. Last year, we really missed out a few countries because of the pandemic and uh, being unable to travel. But this year, with borders being opened, we're excited to welcome everyone back. It was great news a couple of weeks ago that China's now reopened its borders. So we're hoping to get a lot more Chinese and Asian attendees at ISC. Um, mm. And based in Spain, the number one group of people we get is, of course, Spanish. But that's only around of 10% of attendees. Following oh, that, interesting. Absolutely. Uh, following that, the UK is the second biggest group we have at the show with around 10% followed by Europe, US, North America, and Asia. Um, because we're in Barcelona, there's a lot of direct flights as well from South America. So we are expecting quite a good number of attendees coming from Latin America to ISC. On top of that, anyone who is attending this year, we would recommend absolutely that people stay for a couple of extra days after the show, because this year we are working with the Loom Festival, um, which is a festival of lights, which takes place in Barcelona every year. And what they've agreed is that from now on, they're going to have the event in conjunction with ISC. If you've not seen it before, 
give it a Google. It's spelled L-L-U-M. And it's a really cool light show which goes on throughout Barcelona and uses a lot of the famous architecture and buildings in Barcelona to create a really unique, one-of-a-kind festival. And that's the weekend after ISE, so you can make a really cool week of it. Cool, yeah. I mean, I'm sure visitors and exhibitors uh, alike are excited as you are and as we are to to come to uh, to ISE. So actually, I want to know more about this. You, you, you're telling me that there's this um, uh, festival going on. What other um, tips and tricks do you have for 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 the people coming to Barcelona and flying in to to do and uh, and visit in Barcelona outside of the conference? And outside of oh. the festival. <laughs> well, obviously, ISC is the most important part of the week. But uh, Barcelona itself, it's a really fun, cool city to be able to explore. So if you've not got, if you've not been before, add a couple of days either side to be able to check out a lot of the architecture and parts of the town, which you necessarily might not see if you're just going to the exhibition. Myself, I'm a huge football fan. I My main hobby is going to as many football games as possible and trying to go to different stadiums. So if you're a sports fan, check out uh, Camp Nou, which is the Barcelona stadium. Espanol, Girona are also there. Architecture, famous for Gaudi. So check out the lights of the Casa Baccio, um, do the Gaudi walks around the city. Absolutely amazing, stunning architecture. And then... Of course, the most important thing is the food. Barcelona is known for its tapas. Check out some of the, well, go on TripAdvisor, check out some of the nice paella and tapas restaurants. Make sure you sample as much as you can. And it's worth just being able to have a few days to walk by the beach and check out the city itself. Yeah, I, I, th- those are really great recommendations. I'm sure the listeners are going to take some of these uh, along with them. Um, okay, so um, we believe that 2023 is a gateway uh, of the future uh, for the AV industry. Uh, do you think there's something special that that we have to keep our eye on for the future of AV? Yeah. So what, one of the trends which I found quite interesting and I'm quite looking forward to is the future of virtual reality and augmented reality. Um, We've got a few virtual reality uh, studio producers at the show, which we're excited about. Uh, Alpha Light and Brainstorm will be having um, a theater in Hall 6, which is worth checking out. Also, Disguise do a lot of virtual reality studios, really cool technology, which... Honestly, I've got no idea how how they create such cool tech, but it's amazing to see in action. They're going to have their own studio on their stand in Hall 5. You have to check it out. It's super cool. I'm really excited by um, the prospect of where VR is going next. We are excited as well, and uh, I'm sure the listeners are excited. Uh, whoever probably was still doubting to uh, to go to IEC probably will make up his mind now. Um, I'd like to add as well that uh, that we are very proud as Wirestorm to be a bronze sponsor um, this year for ISE. Um, and we are looking forward to see our listeners there. We'd like to invite everyone to join the event, to come to Barcelona and um, to visit our uh, booth from the 31st of Jan till uh, the 3rd of Feb. Uh, we are located in, uh, in Hall 3. Our booth number is 3Q725. So we hope to see everyone there. 
Um, finally, I would like to thank you so much, uh, Dan, for joining uh, for joining us today uh, on our podcast. It was really a pleasure to uh, to hear your excitement and to uh, to see what's going to happen in ISE uh, this year. Um, and we are looking forward to see you. Uh, we hope that we will see you there um, in real life. Yeah, I can't wait. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to have a sangria or two in Barcelona when I see you. Yeah, with a paella on the side. <laughs> Sounds ideal. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. And uh, have a good uh, rest of the day. Thanks so much. Take care. Take care.